morning everybody this is john with abla english i'm just out here this morning having a cup of coffee um being surrounded by nature and hanging out with my two dogs i have a boxer and a spitz um in other words an american eskimo it's a little white dog and i have a brown dog almost a little golden color the boxer so i'm just out here and i'm having a cup of coffee i'm trying to drink uh some energy some caffeine i'm trying to have a good day get some motivation going to uh, do some stuff around the house maybe um cut the grass and do my breakfast dishes and I have to watch some TV today is what I'm going to do and one of the languages that I'm trying to learn. So I'm kind of doing the same thing that I'm teaching um, for two other languages um, and it's it's going great. I mean, it, it works for me. I, I use this method all the time. So what I'm what I'm doing is I'm surrounding myself. Um, right now I'm refreshing my my Spanish some more and my reading and writing and uh, listening to podcasts and just refreshing the language because what what happens is if you don't use your second or your first language, um, after a while you start to believe it or not you start to lose it so persistence is something that we're working on together we have to practice we can't just stop practicing we have to continue to continue to listen to the languages and we have to study in a natural form study um, just by listening and uh, study by watching movies, listening to music. We want to grow in our language and meet people and have friends and and that's what that's what I'm doing. But some of the things that we want to do also is enjoy our our process, enjoy our life. Talk about the smaller things in life, you know, like working uh, going to school, uh, we're going to talk about uh, chores, we're going to talk about uh, our favorite things to do, and the thing is, is that all we have to do is just listen to to words and and sentences and paragraphs and just try to keep up with what we're what we're teaching and it's it's not that hard I mean all we have to do together all we have to do and that's a phrase I'm using a lot because all you have to do is be a part of this just go to the website um, click on my YouTube video it gives you a link you can go to my podcast and find the link there to go to um, the website, uh, you can go to 
the website and then go to the podcast. So I'm kind of interacting all my creations. I like to think of it something I'm making, something I'm putting together, creations. I'm working on being more uh, colorful with my stuff. I'm working on being more of a uh, artist and being smarter about how I write things or how I put things together. See, I'm not perfect. I have, I have, you know, second language and third language problems too. Everybody that is multilingual or bilingual have these issues where they're still always working on their languages. It never stops. You always have to either be reading or writing or listening. You don't ever want to stop growing in your languages. Even languages that you feel that you already know, if you don't use them, you will lose them. And if you don't practice, you won't grow. And you actually will work backwards. So that's what I'm trying to say. I mean, you have to listen, listen, listen. You have to continue to grow in your languages. If you don't, you will do the opposite. You will start to lose the languages. You will start not to be able to talk again. So, you know, you can take a break. Um for a day or two sometimes it helps you know listen for like five days in a row and then take one day off or listen for like a month and then take two days off and um that that actually does help that gets you that relaxes your brain and it's it's like a muscle your brain and you have to relax it and just try not to strain it if you if you tried it too hard but the whole point of my podcast is not to have to strain. It's just pretty much just to have to listen to what I'm talking about. So today I have some chores to do. I have lawn to cut. I have some dishes to do. I'm going to probably vacuum a little bit to help my wife. I'm going to um, walk around the, the yard and pick up any type of debris or you know, organize my, my garage, I'm going to make the bed, um, these are all things that have to do with chores, so today is chore day, and I usually do a little bit each day, I don't get carried away, um, but today I feel that I feel like cleaning, and chores are very important to keep your house clean and neat, uh, easier to live when you have your stuff organized, and you know, you have less uh, clutter, and today I'm also going to organize my office a little bit more so I can start doing my YouTube videos in my office and just cleaning up a little bit. It's not really dirty, but it's not the way I want it. You know, if I'm going to make videos about um, being, you know, about my oblong English, I'm not going to. Uh, if I want to make videos about, you know, for for my YouTube, I don't want clutter everywhere. I don't want to have it filthy. I don't want to have it um, dirty. I don't want it to have it cluttery. I don't want it to have stuff everywhere. And those are 
all phrases and words that just pretty much says I don't want a mess. I don't want um, I don't want to um, be disorganized. So um, all those words kind of mean the same thing, and I like doing that. As you know, I like trying to give you, you know, nothing big, but just just a couple different ideas of what you can use in the place of what I'm saying. So the whole point of, of listening is so that, you know, you can learn different words and you learn how to use them. And you can also uh, learn English. And we're not, we're not in a hurry. We're going to be calm. We're going to be excited, but we're going to be calm. So... We don't want to make it a stressful situation. That's that's why I'm relaxed when I speak. I don't I don't want to get too excited and, and burn out too quick and be like, oh, I was having so much fun and I was like so excited about this and then all of a sudden I just wasn't excited anymore and now I still have to learn. So let's just let's just start at excitement level. Let's keep that you know, as high as we can keep it for the longevity of it. That's where I want to be. I want to be excited the same amount for the long term because I don't want to overwhelm myself with happiness and then be like sad about this is not as easy as I thought it was um, because it's not. This isn't an easy task. I mean, it's it's a doable task. We're going to do it. This is something that we're working on together. Um, I'm sitting out here just drinking a cup of coffee um i'm looking at my dogs and watching them play uh you may hear them bark every once in a while i hope you do because they're uh they're my friends they're my buddies i love them um you know it's their family so we look at our pets like family around here we have two dogs we have a bearded dragon and we have a cat and we've had them since they were babies all of them so my wife's an animal person and she loves animals that's her thing I love animals too she she got me into respecting nature uh, loving animals understanding more about uh, the beauty of animals and how to respect them and how to love them and how to care for them. So I make sure I take care of my animals. I take them to the vet when they need to go to the vet. I give them medicine. I give them the proper food. I make sure that their food is good for them and it works for them. So I have a boxer that just always has to have like different meats different proteins that's another word for meat so sometimes he can eat chicken sometimes he can eat uh, turkey sometimes he can eat uh, uh, like beef or um, sheep or (laughs) uh, just different kinds of animals and then sometimes he can't so I'm always trying out different proteins or meat Uh, food for the dog because his skin sometimes um, comes out and it has bumps so we don't want him to have bumps he's a very good dog we we took him to dog training Um, we took him to dog training and it was kind of expensive I would never 
uh, personally spend that much on dog training. But my wife really wanted to do it, so we saved our money for a while. It was expensive, and now he is semi-trained. So, in other words, he went through all the training, but he has this personality. His name is Gibson, and he does whatever he wants to do. But he's trained, though. He'll sit, and he'll do, um, you know, uh, lay down, and he'll do, like, come here. But only when he wants to. So he knows he has to do it. Or he, he knows how to do it. But he, he also knows that he's so smart that he knows that he doesn't have to do it. He knows that, hey, I don't have to do this. I mean, unless you give me a cookie, um, I'm not sitting. I'm not going to lay down. I want a treat. In other words, uh, some meat. I want some, I, I, I want some cookies. And if you don't give me something for doing something then then I'm not going to do it I'm going to be I'm going to be myself and I'm going to to go ahead and and, and do what I want because I have my own personality he says and and he does so then we also have this um tens unit collar it has not electrical shock, but it, it, what it does is it gives like a TENS unit. It's a teeny bit of stimulus. And what that does is that says, hey, you know, um, and then it beeps. If you don't listen, then, uh, and this is what the dog trainers, you know, trained us to do. Uh, then you're going to get one of these minor, minor um, ten unit shocks. And it doesn't hurt him, but he doesn't like it. So you tell him to sit, and you don't give him a cookie. And if he doesn't listen, then you just show him the controller. Um, you show him the machine. You show him the device. Uh, you show him the object. That's all the same words for the, the, the remote control. Um, and he sits. It's weird. So... You don't even have to push the button. He already knows what the button's for. I think the dog trainer's got him good on it. So he doesn't have to be retrained on, yeah, I don't like this controller. And when this controller is out, I listen. I don't need cookies. I, I'm your most trained dog that you could ever have. What do you want me to do? You want me to sit, uh, jump, roll over? You want me to fetch? What do you want me to do? I'm, I'm a very well-trained dog. But you take the collar off, and I do, I take the collar off, and then I'm like, oh, sit. Nope, didn't even, doesn't want to sit, not unless you get a cookie. So I'm like, okay, so let me trick him. You know, I have to be smarter than a dog, right? I mean, he's, he's only like not even two years old yet. He's like a year and eight months. So I, I'm smarter than a dog. I'm not going to sit there and let him tell me what to do. So I take the collar off, and he doesn't listen now. So he's like, oh, I'm free. I can do whatever I want. So I show him the remote control. Now, he doesn't have the collar on. This is the silly thing. Uh, he doesn't even have the collar on. He's not wearing it. But I show him the remote control, and he sits. And I'm like, aha. So now I know if I show you this button, I don't even need the collar on. I don't even need to put your collar on for you to listen. All I have to do is go get the remote control and put it up by my chest 
And as soon as I do that, I say sit, and he just sits down. And I'm like, okay, uh, lay down. <laughs> he lays down. Okay, come. He, he comes, as long as he can see the remote control. And he doesn't even have to have the collar on. So this dog is, like, super trained. I mean, like, this is better than um, what I thought. I mean, this is magic. Like, I don't even have to shock him. So... And it's it's a tens unit, so don't get don't get all hurt about it. This is a specific for dog trainers that they use, and for like bird hunting, and it's it's like a tens unit. I mean, I, I used it on myself, and it doesn't hurt. It's just it's it's an uncomfortable little amount of electricity, but it's not like a a painful amount it's at all. So you know, don't get don't get wrapped up in that. Let's not. Let's not get wrapped up in that. I love animals. I never abuse them. And this was, you know, what what we use for a bigger dog that, you know, doesn't, um, that could eventually hurt somebody if, if he doesn't have this. Now, our other dog doesn't use the collar. Now, she doesn't really listen as good as our boxer. Um, she does whatever she wants. Like, she is like, I do not need training I'm the kind of dog that needs my nails done and I don't even don't 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 go there. But I, I need I need to be groomed, I need to be combed, I need to be bathed, I need to be loved and given cookies and I, I need to be spoiled. This is the kind of dog. Her name is Luna, like the moon um in Spanish. So yes, she's a very little dog, white. She weighs about 20 22 pounds something like that not even no wait maybe i'm getting that confused with my other dog but anyway it's a very uh it's not even a medium-sized dog so it's a smaller dog um yeah but uh our dogs kind of ruin not ruin but rule they they they're in charge of our lives they tell us whether we can go on vacations or not depending if we can find uh people to babysit or watch them call it babysitting because they're pretty much our babies and we're those kind of people we're the kind of people that love their animal and take care of them as much as we can and take them to the vet and give them the right foods research everything we can like most people do you know they call their animals babies but they're not really babies and you shouldn't really treat your animals like babies because then they do what our dogs do and you know, even though they're trained and you spend all this money training them, they, uh, they're still not really um, where they need to be. They, they still have quirks and personalities, of course. You can't just, you know, have a dog that is a robot. That doesn't, that's not what you want anyway. You, you want your dog to have his own personality. I mean, some things I can do without, but some things I wouldn't want to change so because it's the animal's personality and that's why I love the animals the bearded dragon it's a lizard a reptile it cold-blooded creature I I don't see how a reptile can love I don't I don't I don't have like I have a connection with it. Like, I like the lizard. I don't love the lizard. It's not really, like, 
something I love. It's just something I enjoy having. It's not really... Like, okay, if I was to give the lizard away, um, it wouldn't, like, break my heart as long as it went to a good home. And I knew it was being taken care of. Like, that's honest truth. I would I would let this lizard go. <laughs> but I, I do care for it. So I take good care of it. My wife and I, you know, we feed it every day and we, we keep the right bulbs and the right temperatures and the right amount of humidity or non-humidity it's a desert lizard but we we know we squirt it with water like you're supposed to every day for when it sheds when the skin comes off you know and uh it's kind of like every other reptile it's it just this one just sits in a little hot spot with the light on and it doesn't do anything so i it's not like a dog it doesn't like you know show you affection back it doesn't like wiggle its tail and come at you and lick you and give you kisses i mean though beard dragons will lick you to identify you but they're not licking licking you because they're saying i love you they're not saying i need you i want to play i want to have fun they're just there they're just lizards um like i said my dogs will probably be barking and that's them in the background saying hello uh, my wife's also in the background get a little closer so you can maybe hear her say some stuff um she's getting her morning routine going she's just doing her thing and feeding the animals and she loves doing that she loves this is her her idea her idea of um, what a good day is is to wake up and feed the animals feed the dogs the cat um, the lizard so those are four animals that we have two dogs one cat and one bearded dragon which is a lizard and we have millions of birds out here in our backyard i consider them as part of our our animal um you know we don't feed the birds like a lot of people feed the birds but because we live in the woods what happens if you feed the birds and and you feed them seeds and you feed them all this food, what happens is you start getting like rats and they start coming to your bird feeder and squirrels. I mean, Florida has a squirrel. They might as well be rats. There's so many squirrels in Florida. I mean, I like I like squirrels. Um, but for reals, I do not want the rats to come. And if you start feeding your birds when you're surrounded by woods, uh, trees, you know, then what happens is you start getting a bunch of rats and you don't want that around your house you don't want rats i don't know anybody that wants rats i don't you know really have an issue right now but if i put a bird feeder out here to attract the birds i'm also going to attract the squirrels and the rats and i and i'm sure i'm going to attract other animals too because it's the woods and there other animals attract other animals and it becomes the food chain in my backyard. So it is, my backyard is nature. I mean, I, I have a, a little four foot fence around my yard uh, to keep the dogs in. Um, so that way they don't um, go into the woods because I do have woods all the way around my house. There's no neighbor. I don't have a, a close neighbor. I have woods. I have lot of land around my house I don't own it all but I do have a lot of it around me so they're just lots that people haven't built 
you know, so Florida is a good place to come and move. There's a lot of land. Uh, there's people building everywhere around me, but luckily they haven't built next to me yet. When the lot next door to my house on the right side of my house, you know, it came up for sale and I had a choice. I, I could let somebody build a house there and have a neighbor, which I didn't want because I love nature. And I, I call me selfish, but I ended up just buying the lot. I was like, I want this lot, not because I need the land. I don't really care, I, but I don't want nobody cutting the trees down. So I don't, I want my trees around my house. I, I mean, and every lot around my house is, 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 as soon as it's for sale, I'm just like, I don't think that I can stop myself from buying it. I know it's the most expensive way to buy land because if you add up all the lots that I want to buy around my house, they're like, they're expensive. I'm not going to lie. It, for a quarter acre in where I live, it, it's cheaper here, but um, in, in this area, but it's still really expensive. It's $15,000 up to max. $15,000 that's what my lot is valued at that I purchased and I purchased it for a lot cheaper than that I got it for $2,000 cheaper it just went up in value I mean it's crazy how many people are building in Florida houses are going up everywhere the economy is roaring I mean if you want to live in a beautiful place and you don't want to live in a city then Central Florida is a good place, and this is why I live here. Uh, if you want to live in a city, Florida is still a good place because there's a lot of houses being built outside of the city, um, close enough to drive, and we have, like, turnpikes that you can get on, which a turnpike is just a, a road that you can pay tolls, and you pay, and there's not a lot of traffic. So it, what takes you normally an hour to get to Tampa or Orlando you know, or Tampa, really, uh, it only takes like, you know, half the time because you're, you don't have to wait in traffic. You can just pay. Oh, let me, uh, let me take a sip of my coffee. Um, I'm just now walking around my yard, just enjoying, um, nature. I can hear some hammering going around. Somebody's hammering like, uh, probably about half a mile away. They're, they're hammering a house. I guess they might be putting a a roof on or something like I said there's a lot of construction the other day there was somebody in a piece of machine a heavy equipment a skid steer um, they were over here across the street leveling off and grading the dirt for the sod they were gonna put sod down and uh, they wanted to they're building a house uh, about Five lots over so that's about the closest well I have that house that's being built five lots over and then two lots over there's a a neighbor that already has a house there but I love those neighbors there they never like mess with us and they always say hi and they they're always like I don't know I can come out here and do my podcast and they never bug me they I don't see them though I have a lot in between our house um, I don't own that lot, but as soon as it goes up for sale, my wife says I'm probably going to buy it because she knows that I can't help myself. It says for sale, and it's next door to my house. I want it because 
I don't want somebody building a house next to me. I don't want that. That's why I live here. I mean, if you know me, I like and love nature. And you know that I want to be surrounded by woods. I don't want to be surrounded by a bunch of houses. So, I mean, if it happens, it happens. And I'll try to get used to it. And if I just, if I can't, then I'm just going to probably buy a bigger house with or a smaller house or the same size house it doesn't matter as long as I have more land to have woods around my property uh, and then that way I own the property and nobody can build around my property I like having woods I like the the land I love that I mean you know the house is not really the biggest house on my house isn't really the biggest house it's a medium-sized house it's a nice block home in Florida for you know, the protection of the hurricanes is perfect. It's, you know, we have a quarter lot that's cleared all the way around the house. And then we own the lot next door, which is wooded. I don't want to cut it. I like that the squirrels live there. I like that there's birds and um, nature next door. I, I would probably clean it up a little bit. Um, take out all the brush and maybe put a picnic table out there, but I want to keep all the trees. I don't want to kill the trees. I, it's not that I'm being a tree hugger, which isn't even a bad thing if you do it responsibly. Like, but I am like, I love my wooded area, and if I can do my part and protect that much land, um, you know, imagine if everybody had an extra quarter acre that they can just let the animals live there. You know, the turtles, I have turtles there. I have possums. I have rabbits. I have birds, squirrels. Those are all animals. I have uh, lizards. There's, um, there's all kinds of different animals. Possums, did I say possums? Um, yeah, raccoons and there's so there's squirrels birds lizards raccoons possums i mean we usually don't get a deer coming through here because we have so much population around here and that's sad because you know we should have you know bigger game animals coming through here um but we have big fox squirrels they're really big they're like um five times the size of a regular squirrel and we have regular squirrels too, but these fox squirrels are look like little monkeys running around. They have big tails and they're beautiful. I mean, I don't want them like, you know, eating my stuff, but I don't kill any animals around here. I just, I shoo them away or just kind of like scare them away, but they just go into the woods. And uh, as long as they're not messing up my car or my truck, I'm sorry, or my uh, my property, then they're fine. They can live in my woods. That's why I got the woods. Um, it gives them a little home, you know, and I got a lot of beautiful trees that make air. I don't need, um, I don't need to be uh, cutting it all down. A lot of people are like, why don't you clear it and put sod down and put a fence around your whole property and it will look beautiful and you'll have a bigger yard. And I'm just like, why would I... I mean, you know how long it takes for all these trees to grow? Honestly, I like looking at the woods. I don't want grass. I mean, what am I going to do? Come out here and look at grass? And then I got to water it and cut it. 
and do all that. Plus, I got to cut all these trees down. My whole lot is full of trees. I mean, it's nothing but trees and shrubs and bushes, um, plants and animals. Why do I want to kill that? Why, why do I have to be human and say... I'm going to destroy it. No, I don't want to destroy it. I love the way it is. And and they're like, well, it's going to be worth, you know, uh, 2000 more dollars if you do that. N- not to me, it ain't. It's going to be worth less to me because I don't have that that wooded area feeling around my house. That's I, that's the whole point of me living here. I mean, I'm, right now I'm blessed. I don't have a neighbor and... I'm very happy about that. I don't want somebody living next door. No offense to the neighbor, but uh, it's beautiful to just wake up every every morning, excuse me, and have coffee and listen to all the birds. And you can hear them too. They're in the background. So you kind of get the idea that they're beautiful. They're creating my background music. This is perfect. I don't have to sit there and edit some music into my podcast show and I have the best singers you know the birds I have the best show I mean the birds are just like chirping in the background every once in a while you hear the dogs what else do I need I mean, you know I, I'm not doing a podcast show so I can start putting music on here and adding you know symbols and and adding all kinds of different effects it's it's gonna be like my YouTube channel I just I I'm not fancy about that. I just want to get to the point. I just, can we learn the language? You know, can we, can we speak about things and learn the language? And that's pretty much what we did today. And we're just talking about my land and we're talking about who uh, I am. And we're also talking about how that learning a little bit about me can help your language skills because I get to talk and you get to listen about different things like you learned a lot of animal names today uh, you learned how to say forest and woods um, trees brush plants those are all just means you know vegetation it's all the same word it's all the same thing I mean English has a lot of words that you can you don't have to know all of them like if I just taught you two of them or one of them then you can just use that one word in your sentence. So until, you know, you practice enough and you learn the second word um, that you can use, and then you you look one of those words up when it's easier for you, and you start using the sothoris, right? And then you look up another word. What's another word for woods? Um, forest. Okay. Uh, you know, vegetation. Uh, trees, you know, so that's pretty much what a Sothoris does, and that's why I, I think it's important to, when you start out a language, to have a dictionary. I mean, if you don't have a dictionary and a Sothoris, um, it's not the end of the world because we have apps for that, and that's okay. Let's go ahead and download those apps, but there's nothing like having the books because. You know, you can be sitting, put it on the coffee table when you're sitting down and your back patio and you're, you know, you're drinking a a tea or a beer or a Coke or you're, you're doing your hobby, whatever it might be, or you're sitting there watching TV or you're sitting at the the dining room table, you're sitting on the couch or in your car. So you can have 
you know, one book here and one book there. And it becomes a habit. Just, I mean, this is a good habit to get into. Always having a book here and there. And then you can just open it up every once in a while. And you're not really trying to learn. Like I said, you're not trying to, like, learn vocabulary and all that. What you're doing is you're just taking 10 minutes out of your day and you're just reading a couple words and you might read you know 20 words and then just close your book and then you walk away you don't even have to save the page or you know if you want you can highlight it but you don't have to you know um and then you can go back to it or you don't it doesn't matter it's just some words will stick more than others and a lot of that has to do with the spoken language like do people really use that word as much sometimes you know, like when I talk about the woods or um, the trees around my house, I don't u- usually use the word vegetation. It, it just means plants. Um, I'll probably use the woods or, you know, trees or a forest. That's probably the word I would use. But but if if I didn't know that vegetation isn't really a word that I use, then at least I learned it, but then I put it back in my toolbox. And if I don't use that tool all the time. Um, it doesn't mean I... I won't hear it. Doesn't mean I don't need to know it. It just means I don't use it as often. So when you're listening, you get to see and hear, or you get to hear um, which tools people use in the spoken language. If you read um, a lot, uh, you know you can you can read a lot and learn a lot of words and learn a lot of language skills that way also. And a lot of the times, though. People don't really um, speak the way they read. Sure, it helps your vocabulary and learning words, so that's a good thing. But but number one to me is listening. Number two is reading. And number three is writing. So if those are the skills you want to use, like I said, if you use listening more than anything, and then practicing the language to be able to speak it. So... Sometimes what I do is I I listen to the words and I listen to um, a different show or podcast or kind of like what you're doing in your life, your TV, radio, uh, books, whatever it might be. I listen to all that stuff and, you know, sometimes I'll like uh, write things down and then I'll never like... I'll never like even get back to it or I'll highlight it and I'll never get back to it or I'll like <laughs> it's just the way we are we we tend to just do it for that time that moment that second in life and it helps some of us you know become feel more secure about it but it doesn't make a difference it's not going to make you learn it any faster um if you go back to it which most people don't uh they really don't. Um, it's just the way we are. We're wired not to do it. Let's not kid ourselves. But if we do, and if we make it an effort to do that, uh, then yeah, we can go back and look at all the highlighted words and then just do a refresher. And then you're winning. Then yeah, then it's worth highlighting. Go ahead, highlight it. Underline it, circle it, put a star next to it. Um, I don't really like scraping up my books like that because everything in that book is important. So if I had to highlight everything that I felt was important, eventually my whole book would be highlighted. So then I only need to highlight what's not important and then I just read everything else. So <laughs> it's easier that way. So I just don't even highlight. That's just some people highlight 
his highlight is just a marker. It's a pen that's bright, and it, it highlights a word, and it makes it pop off the page. It pops out. It just uh, it helps people find the word again and or the sentence and be able to go back to it and read it. And it, it does help if you go back and actually look at it, but you have to make that effort. So the thing that I like to do is to make it make it part of your day. So if that's something you do, then make it part of your day or make it part of your week. Every Tuesdays, I uh, I look at highlighted stuff, and that's for an hour, and that's what I do on Tuesdays at this time. Um, or just put it in a certain spot, and whenever I'm there and I'm doing this, this is what I do. So that's the way I like to do it. I like to put a book here and a book there, and then when I'm there, I'm like, huh, I'm just sitting here, I'm watching TV, but it's no big deal. I can grab my book. Oh, look, I can learn five words. And a lot of times what happens is I'm watching a show that's really not important um, unless it's in that language I'm trying to learn. And, you know, even if it is in the language I'm trying to learn, I might, you know, get sidetracked for a minute and read one or two words and learn those words real quick and then just forget about them, close my book, no big deal, and then go back to listening to, you know, whatever, the podcast, the TV show, the radio, whatever I might be doing, you can do it more than one thing at the time it's you know multitasking so what we want to do is you know we want to uh be more of a a show that you know not only explains how to become proficient and learning the language but we also want to be a show that uh is um, has a following and also in the back scenes you know you get to know me a little bit and I, I'll get to know you because I know that you're going to eventually um, when I do my Facebook specifically for this you're going to probably add yourself on my Facebook and become a, a follower and actually be able to um, write uh, in English or whatever language that you choose to write and that you feel comfortable, you know, uh, reviews and, or it may not even be reviews. You just may tell me a little bit about yourself or how it's working for you, learning the language, making it easier to listen. Yeah, this podcast is a little bit longer. I'm at that extra 10%. I've been there for the last, um, you know, five, 10 minutes. And, you're always going to get that extra 10% with me. It doesn't mean it's a long podcast. It just means I, I could have stopped, you know, 20 minutes ago. And all it takes is if you listen to my podcast for one minute, um, I get credit, not paid, but I get credit that you've been on there. So I'll, I'll know just by a number. I'll say, oh, one more, oh, one more like that. And it does that all day long. So um, I am able to to see that you you watch the podcast after a minute and then that's that qualifies as a person watched the podcast but that's not the point I don't care I don't want you to listen for a minute I want you to take every minute that I put on here and sometimes even re-watch it if you want to or re-listen watch it it's just because it's a show I say watch but it's listen um re-listen to it and uh Maybe if there's like a hundred podcasts on here, then you you can listen to it one after another. Um, that's what helps me the most is continuous 
listening of the language throughout the day, throughout the week, and throughout the month. That's what helps me the most is just the continuance of it, the the um, excessiveness of it, giving it that 110%, I'm done playing around, I'm going to learn English. I, I can understand a little bit now. I'm starting to pick up a lot. Uh, we both are. We're like, we're, we're starting to be bilingual and we can feel it already. So it's just inevitable. It's going to happen. This is what happens when you put in the time. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the tools, the ability, the know-how to be able to speak English so you can follow me on my social media and you can follow me on you know my podcast and my videos and, and YouTube and all the other social things that I'm going to do uh, because you're not just a fan you're you're becoming an English speaker and you want to um, you know continue to grow and you want to continue to stick with me for the long haul, I hope, because we, we're getting to know each other and you're getting to know personal things about me and I'm hopefully going to get to read the personal things about you and how you're feeling and how you um, are learning or how fast you're learning and uh, you're, you're getting the motivation. You're just, you're just like... You're, you're getting over the hump and all I'm doing is just pretty much talking. That's all I'm doing. All I'm doing is just talking to you. You know, I have a lot of ums in my, in my podcast because I'm trying to slow the language down. So that's one of the, it's a placeholder for me, that word. And you probably wouldn't have noticed it unless I, I told you about it. But I do that just to slow my language down. I could just talk really fast and then just go over here and go over there and do this and do that. But I'm not going to sit here and talk as fast as I can just so I can prove a point. In other words, what I said is I'm not going to just ramble just so you can uh, learn uh, how to listen to a fast speaker that you may not understand. And some of you might have understood those words because... Those words weren't really like very difficult, but I don't want to talk at that speed. Um, the words that I'm choosing are not humongous on purpose. I'm not sitting here trying to, you know, use words that are fancy. I'm not trying to like, you know, say that I'm a um, Harvard uh, professional. That's I'm, I'm just not. You're not going to, you know, get a Harvard degree listening to me at least not today and on the show I meant uh, maybe I can make a badge for it and you can feel <laughs> you could feel important I guess you know people that go to Harvard are very smart and hey who knows we may one day have people that you know are extremely uh, educated that go to these universities look at my podcasts and actually be like wow I learned a lot more with John just by listening to him talk listening to him ramble I'm just like talking and I'm telling you how to do it and it's becoming a show it's becoming a podcast it's it's becoming a website it's becoming a YouTube it's becoming something that we do together um, as 
I would say me being a language coach and you being a student of English because I'm not your teacher, I'm more of your language coach. I, I would rather be somebody that's a coach because I'm more of a motivational figure. I'm more of a, this is what I would do. This is how to do it. Um, birds, <laughs> they just, that one was like a black crow. So there's a lot of birds out here. I have hawks, let me not get sidetracked. So I'm just the coach. Um, I'm not going to uh, get off on these nature fits, hopefully. <laughs> the bird just threw, threw me off of it totally. So I'm just the coach is what I'm trying to say. And uh, uh, I wanna talk about the bird. That was a big bird and it just is it's beautiful. I love listening to the birds out here and listen, you guys can hear the birds a bit. <laughs> it's crazy, like you can't get this in a city. Like this, this is music, this is God's music. Like natural music. I'm not, I, I promise to you, I, I just wanna make a promise right now. I am not putting bird background. <laughs> I'm not putting bird backgrounds in my podcast. It's just happening. And it's like, it's like nature saying, hey, John, here's a reward. You know, just here's, we're going to sing you a song to put on your podcast that's not, you know, written by man. It's written by nature and natural and nature. And this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to get nature to help us naturally learn how to speak English without, without trying to like, go to class i mean we can go to class that's not a problem but we're, we're also doing this on the side this is what is going to get us to learning how to speak the language to be serious you know we might not be able to pass the test with this podcast but we will be able later to be able to pass the test any test because we are proficient at speaking english and you know this is how i've taught a person before how to speak english just by talking to them and them listening and then uh I did that while I was younger. I had a, a Spanish-speaking um, person, and I was the same age as them. And we, uh, the, he was two years, two years, three years older than me. But what what happened was, is I was in in school, and uh, I I was you know speaking Spanish, and I w I could speak English too at the same time, you know, bilingual. So the teacher put uh, this gentleman with me and he could only speak Spanish and what we did is uh, I taught him how to speak English and in the park uh, when we were doing recess I'd walk around and I'd explain to him who everybody was I told him you know how that he was kind of new so how the jungle gym how we played just as a kid you know talking little things and what this was called and what that's called and just kind of like what I'm doing now and believe it or not, because he was younger, I mean, he learned how to speak English. Like in one year, this kid could speak to me in English after that. He was a little shy, but he could speak and he could understand it, definitely. He could definitely understand what I was saying. And I learned a long time ago that, you know, I had that ability to be able to, you know, coach people uh, into the language. I was able to teach them and it, it kind of stuck with me. I was just like, wow, this is something that I should probably pursue. I just, you know, I had to 
I had to work and then retire first. I couldn't really just do that as a full-time job. Like I said, I don't get paid for this. So even right now, if I had to live off of this, it would be more of a hobby, a part-time thing just to help people because I enjoy helping people. And and I'm giving you that extra 110% right now. We're going on um, 51 minutes, 52 minutes. And... I'm still drinking my coffee, but you're learning. You're sticking with me. I know you, you're not falling asleep yet, and if you are, it's okay because you're, you're learning the language. Either way, you just replay it in the morning and be motivated about this, and, you know, let's work this together. So with that note, this is Habla English, and that's what we do. We speak English, and you listen, and that's all our podcast is about. I can speak about anything I want. I I have to speak about, you know, different things in order for you to learn different things. So, you know, I've already kind of taught you how to learn. Now I'm going to start transitioning into just being a podcaster and just talking. And then you just kind of keep following and keep listening. And every once in a while, I'll give you some more techniques. That's kind of like a coach. And before you know it, you will be speaking English like fluently and like a native speaker uh, from any English language. Um, you'll be able to speak to all the different people that can speak English around the world. And it's a very big language, so uh, very populated, very popular. I like to say popular because English is popular. You just got to admit it, just everybody likes English. I'm not saying it's the best language, but it's it's really, really popular. So I don't like comparing one language to another because I think every language has its beauty. Every language has its uh, um, way of being. So this podcast is a little bit longer. Hopefully you stuck with it. Um, if not, you can push play again later and just pause it in between and use your own time, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, two hours, watch two, it doesn't matter, or listen. I just say watch because it's a show. Uh, listen to two. So, all right, well, thank you very much, you know. Um, please come and see us on our website, and we're starting our YouTube videos for your enjoyment. Um, I hope you had a great day. Today is very sunny. There's a little bit of clouds, but it isn't. It isn't that bad. It's going to be a nice hot day with a bunch of birds everywhere and a lot of nature. So we're going to enjoy the rest of our day. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed and you learned a lot. And if you uh, feel that you need to re-listen to this one, go ahead. If you feel like you need to listen to the first one again or the motivation one to give you that motivational speech or whatever, you can watch them all in a row or you can watch or you can bounce around. But... The important thing is that you're listening to these shows and that you're showing up and you're doing your time. Time is what is going to get you to speak in English and learning the language. Thank you very much and you have a great day. And We will see you up next in our next episode.